everyone, and welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and his fans. Today, I am joined by Anita. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Hi, fine. Thank you very much, Jessica. I am so thrilled you're able to come back from vacation and then spend some time with I'm us. I'm very happy to. Yes. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh. Well, it's less interesting than talking about Bruce Springsteen, I think. But anyway, I'm 48 years old, and uh, what I do in life is I'm a volunteer. I'm a children's hospital volunteer. Okay. Uh, I have founded the charity that's called Oscar's Angels. Charity Works has founded the first uh, uh, parents advocate program at the children's hospital here in Toulouse in France. I'm Italian. Uh, but I live in, uh, in the south of France in a, ch- in a town called Toulouse. Okay. And uh, we work here at the Children's Hospital with a very special program because we really included our volunteers in the medical teams. So it's something that I, um, I'm traveling and, and trying to talk about now in the last couple of years. Uh, so it's a very special job. It's, uh, something that I love to do. Well, uh, I created it because of a personal story. Like you know, it could, it's always probably ninety nine percent of uh, of the charity are born from personal stories. Mm-hmm. And we, in particular, take care of uh, the neuro oncology children, which means all the children that have brain tumors and tumors of the spinal cord. You mentioned that it was a personal reason why you started. Talk to me about yeah. that. Well, the the story comes from uh, my nephew Oscar. That's why it's called. We are called Oscar's Angels, and Oscar is my sister's son. And we come from a different story than uh, cancer. Being anything either that uh, age six had a, a swimming pool accident, he drowned, oh. and uh, he was left. He survived the accident, but he was left uh, severely handicapped. He never really regained consciousness. He was in a in a coma state, and that happened in 1995 we founded the charity in 1998 and so we we have been working for almost 18 years now and our story is a long story family story because oscar passed away last year on the 30th of may of 2014 he was 25 years old so we lived with him uh, and the difficulties he stayed created for 19 years and we tried what we tried to do like many other families is to try to put this uh, terrible experience uh, for the benefit of others. That's, that's the reason why Oscar's Angels was born. Anita, I find that many times that's where a lot of good comes from, that yeah. someone has a bad experience instead of you know turning it inward and feeling sorry for themselves or going back, they decide to take that energy and do it to try to help others. Absolutely. And that's so inspiring. And it really is, I think, the theme of Bruce's music crosses his career is, you know, no one wins unless everyone wins. No, absolutely. It has not to be for nothing. You know, what we leave, it cannot be for nothing. That was my personal experience. I could not accept that what we were living, what the suffering Oscar was going through every day of his life was to be for nothing. And that's what we created. And and I'm pleased to say that thanks 
to our experience, unfortunately, but thanks to Oscar's suffering, many, 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 many other families have been helped. Hundreds of families have been helped. We, we, we you know, in, in our 15 years, we probably helped more than 1,500 families financially and with our support in the hospital, which is, uh, I think, Oscar's greatest achievement. And what a wonderful legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not gone forever for nothing. Yeah. Know? I'm going to get back to Oscar's Angels, but I want yeah. to talk to you about your Bruce background. So tell yeah, me well, about <laughs> how long have you been a Bruce fan? How did you find him? Talk about your early Bruce yeah. background. You will see the Oscar's Angels is linked to Bruce Springsteen in a way. Okay. Uh, you will see later. But I'm uh, an old fan in the, in the sense that I've been a fan for, since I was about 15 years old. I discovered Bruce Springsteen, uh, you know, I was kind of a nod uh, child because all my friends at the, at the time were uh, fans of uh, my my period was Duran Duran, the Spandau Ballet. Uh, that was the big uh, war uh, with the two um, groups. Okay. And uh, on the contrary, I was uh, the odd kid interested in uh, in uh, in the really funny guy from New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> singing with a funny band behind them uh, behind him. So um, I was really far from the other kids and um, I love that I loved it and uh, uh, it definitely helped me a lot in uh, in uh, maturing and of course uh, he helped me a lot and I think that's when started it's really when I lost my father age 16 okay. uh, he was 46 years old so I think like many many other fans uh, there is a, a turning point in our lives where right suddenly Bruce Springsteen means more than it meant before. Mm -hmm. uh, so I remember starting, you know, translating his songs and I was just, uh, 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 just attracted to his words, how he was writing and the fact that I could actually take, you know, I'm not a musician. I'm, I don't either really know, understand very well the notes and the, and the music. Right. It, it was the words for me. It was the fact that I could take the music out and I would read these stories. I could, they could be a book for me. You know, they could be poetry. It was the same thing. Mm -hmm. And um, in addition to it, of course, I, I love the music. But the words spoke to me first, first of all. And then he helped me a lot through my father's uh, passing and, and the difficulties we had as a family afterwards. Uh, the ups and downs. And uh, since then, that was it. You know, every moment that was a happy moment, Bruce Princeton and the E Street Band was there. And the same when uh, the moments were not so good. So, Anita, is there a first song or album you heard that kind of started getting attracted to? The big boom for for my generation was uh, Born in USA. Absolutely. That was the the the, the biggest uh, you know the favorites. I loved the album. I loved it. Then I went uh, on on a search of his uh, earliest work, yeah. and I found uh, I found all the other albums. The first okay. album, Nebraska, and uh, especially Born to Run. Okay. Uh, these are my two records. Uh, okay. I would say. All uh, right. Have you? How many times have you seen him perform live? Well, I actually saw him perform live the first the live first time in two thousand and thirteen. Never wow. seen him before. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you know, life 
never really gave me the chance in a way right. to see him uh, at a certain moments of my life. I just didn't have the financial means to be able to go and see him. Absolutely. And uh, then I, I managed to uh, be able to see him. Something happened and I couldn't. Uh, so mm -hmm. I just always find myself uh, not being able to do that. It was a really funny thing because in around 2012, 2013, um, uh, things were a bit difficult in a sense that we lost some friends of ours uh, that died very, you know, we, we are young. Uh, I would say we are 40, 48, we were 45, me and my husband. And uh, uh, what I do in my job also with the children, sometimes it's not so easy. I personally also take care of them in palliative care. So uh, sure. I, uh, I just take care of them till the end of their life. So sometimes it is hard. And at that point in my life, you know, you always talk with the friends and you say, okay, you know, what, what would you really like? What, what are you missing in your life? And we are lucky, you know, right. even if we had the ups and downs of our lives. And I have two beautiful children, a wonderful husband. We love each other. We have a great family anyway, nice friends. And we are financially fine now. Uh, and I would say, you know, I was thinking harder, say, so, you know, the only real thing that I really love is, uh, before I go, is to see Bruce Princeton and this right. Man, I just love to do that. The rest, I don't care, you know? Yeah. I don't want a lot of money. I, don't want, I just want to see him in concert for yes. Christ's sake. <laughs> and suddenly, uh, uh, you know, the thing also, I have to say one thing. Uh, I had the chance, I remember having the chance to go and see him when he was uh, touring with the Seeger Band. Okay. And I really had the chance and I could have gone and I didn't because okay. there was something going on for me with the Bruce Springsteen history band. Bruce Springsteen for me is Bruce Springsteen and the history band. I'm right. from that generation, I think, that... I love, of course, he's the one that writes, but there is a chemistry that goes on when they play together. Yes. That I always thought two things, that my concert would have to be with the history band. Yes. And it would have to be in Italy, in my hometown. Okay. Where I come from, with my people around. Right. And actually, I had the, the greatest chance, and, I, and my first uh, concert was in Milan. Oh, okay. And it was, oh, my, 2013, it was absolutely outstanding. I was wow. just incredible. You know, Milan, I'll tell you, all the, you know, all the fans there, you know, the, he does great things all over the world. Yeah. And Milan is just absolutely amazing. And it was, um, I don't know if you heard about it, it was this Our Love is Real also, the... the, the um, at another time in Milan, yeah. I think the the year after, in 2014. Let's say that in 2013, I was uh, I, I got the virus. That's okay. the problem. <laughs> and so in 2014, I went back again to Milan, and yes. then I went to Naples to see him, and uh, and then I live in Toulouse. So I managed to go to Paris. Oh, and, nice. Um, and then I went to the last two concerts in Ireland. This was my six, six concerts I, I watched. And I was also, you know, kissed by luck, 
I think yes. because in uh, uh, at the concert in Paris, I actually had the chance to be dancing with him for Dancing in the Dark. He oh, picked him up. wow. Okay, yeah. we're going to have to come back to that. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I think, Anita, you are, I say this all the time on the show, and, and this is not original with me, but, you know, there are two types of people. The people that see Bruce perform live and go, oh, that was a pretty good show. And then those who see him and go, oh, my goodness, I need to sell everything I own and go <laughs> see him perform every time you can. And yeah. and I've never heard it the virus before, but I think that is a perfect, exactly. you know, analogy because you do. You get that fever and you get wow. that going. Uh, same thing for me. I did not see him till. 2002 uh for various wow. reasons i you know i i had just i lived i grew up in a small town and then living in dallas he came several times but because of family obligations or other things going on i never had a chance to see him yeah. and when i saw him in 2002 you know you're like oh my goodness there i i i and so since then every chance i've had i've gone to see him so i totally hear you Absolutely. Um, so I mean, it's the, the virus. Yes, it's the virus. So, and, and we don't want to kill you. No. <laughs> uh, so, Anita, that first show, um, obviously it met your expectations, but was there any special song you heard him sing live that you were especially happy you got to hear? Or because yeah. it was the first show, yeah. everything was great? No, no. Mm, I would say that and we go back to the work we do at the hospital, and you will understand why. Uh, my song is No Surrender. Yeah. Um, I, I used uh, Bruce Springsteen and the street band uh, music uh, all my life to help me, to help myself going through life, the ups and downs. And then I used him a lot also uh, in my work in the, the things that I do at the hospital. I walk, uh, walk around with my, uh, you know, with my iPod and try to have everybody listen to Bruce Springsteen and enjoy and, and uh, even the kids and while they do chemo and, and, uh, and trying to have like small parties in the, mm -hmm. in the wards and things like that. Yeah. So it does work very well. You know, everybody likes his music and especially parents actually. I found always some uh, uh, some uh, hidden fan <laughs> somewhere. You know, so I did use all his music, as I was saying, and No Surrender became the live theme of, of what we really are in Oscar's Angels, because that's what they, yeah. our kids do. They never surrender. Right. They never give up. So the, when he sung that, he really moved me a lot, really moved me very deeply. And he really does every time he sings it because I, I don't I don't really think of him, but I think of all the kids we have in the hospital and the strength they give us and the strength they have to carry on, even those that don't make it. And mm -hmm. uh, um, it's, it's, it's really very personal. We actually, uh, we actually created something in Oscar's Angel that is called the No Surrender Dream Team, which is a very special program that uh, allows parents to, um, what we do, we raise body, especially for the parents, because we found out that we have a lot of programs all around the world that help the kids. You know, we sure. take them to Disneyland, we offer them type of things. And, and then I realized nobody thinks of the parents. There's nothing really for them. And it's them that they pay the highest price, really. Yes. 
of, of the illness of the child. And they forget themselves when they settle, which is natural. Uh, they, they forget who they are, they forget they are a couple, they forget they have other children. They, you know, it's very difficult. So we said, well, let's like do something for them. And we created these uh, specifically for the music, which means that we raise the funds. And what we do, we buy uh, concert tickets and we just donate them. That's they nice. to the children, to the sorry, to the parents. That's what we do, and we try to develop music, uh, uh, the use of music as a therapy in children's hospital. Uh, so the No Surrender Dream Team has, uh, you know, was born a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's uh, working little by little. But as you see, it's linked again to the need we have of music, even in the uh, most difficult times of our lives, yeah. uh, even in the hospitals. You so. know, uh, there is a, a, a local baseball announcer that had died of cancer, and his name was Mark Holtz. His daughter started a charity that all they do, and I don't mean little, but... They just take families that have a child that's facing cancer, and they get them a night at the baseball game. It's wonderful. They don't change the world. It's just for a a night. You forget everything. There was a writer, and I'm trying a blank on her, but she had written a book on cancer, and she talked about that especially the dads have it really hard because yeah. the you know a lot of times the dad has to keep working and the, oh. the wife is there taking care of the child and he has all the worries of the child and worrying a thing but he also has to keep going in the real world i, I think this is amazing and a great idea yeah, yeah. awesome thank you <laughs> yeah, no. and uh, you know still still uh, uh you know, incredible for me, the effect that this has, because really, as you say, uh, it's not much, you know, you, you, it's not that we do something that changes the world, we, we just raise some money, we pay some tickets, and then we offer these tickets, but the response we have is totally overwhelming, you yeah. know, we're lucky enough to to be able to start this program at the end of Bruce Sprinting and Eastern Band World Tour in 2014, so we managed to send uh, uh, four families in the United States uh, in, uh, to Atlanta, Hershey and Tampa at this concert and uh, they, are, they are what we do, we don't send people from Europe to the United States and vice versa we want to do it in the community that means there were uh, families from the children's hospital of these towns yeah. that were allowed to be there and uh, uh, what struck me how grateful they are for just two concert tickets, you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky because I know very well that uh, everything, uh, you know, sending them to a Bruce Princeton concert in any case is, uh, is, uh, is, is never bad anyway, yeah. so they would always have a great concert, so we yeah. will always be winning. It is, you hear a lot of stories about couples that after losing a, uh, losing a parent or losing a child, their marriage breaks apart because of the yeah. stress. So I think that yeah. is a wonderful dream and something absolutely worthy, and, I, and I'm just so impressed. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so tell me, how did you get yeah. to dance with Bruce? Oh, God, yeah, that was, uh, that was not a dream. Well, you know, I think, I personally don't think that when you go there, you know, 
what's amazing, what I really liked uh, going to Bruce Springsteen's is not just the concert. What I really appreciate is everything that goes on before. It's meeting right. all these people. It, uh, I met some wonderful friends that I still have now. They're really close. And, uh, and, and you see all this friendship, all this camaraderie coming on, all this love. Uh, and it's great. It's really wonderful to me. Um, so uh, I learned little by little because I've never been to a concert before. So I learned that well, you have to do the queue and then you have right. to get the number. You have you know, all these things that uh, these people usually, you miss people that have been to hundreds of concerts. So they, yeah. are, so they absolutely know what's going on. So um, yeah, what I learned as well was that you could make these signs, you know, they, they right. can write something on it and it's, it's totally fun. Um, and it picks up this sign and you can see the songs and yes. for dancing in the dark is really fun to show something. So my point there is because I have a 17 years old daughter, 19 years old son and 17 years old daughter. Okay. They know, of course, that I'm a great Bruce Springsteen, big Bruce Springsteen fan. Uh, but I was very quiet. quiet eh? uh, since I got the bug that I talk about it before, <laughs> I never really talked about it much. Um, uh, what happened is that what I really wanted was to write something on this sign. And I noticed in the previous concert that he had, he had two cameras, you know, on yeah. the side of the stage. And he, sometimes he would film the people. So I was saying, you know, I would just show this sign um, for one of the cameras. I would f probably find this on, on the YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Um, for my daughter to read because before going to Paris, you know, I was saying, oh, you know, uh, this time I'm going to dance with Bruce Springsteen just to make fun of it. And she would just, yeah, yeah, mom, okay, yeah, 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 yeah of course. So I wrote this sign saying, you know, uh, dance with me. My daughter does not believe I can do it. Okay. And it was just it was just the fun of it in reality to try to get this sign on the camera and show it to my daughter afterwards that was actually there in front. So I was actually not really close to the scene. I was a bit behind. I was central, but I was a bit behind. I was just dancing around and, and jumping right. this bloody sign trying to get the cameras. And apparently I got his eye <laughs> and he, he likes it. That's yes. what happens usually. And he just uh, asked me to give me the key, give him the sign, and then asked me to uh, get up with him. So I was totally gossiping. So at the beginning, actually, you really have this feeling to say, you know, you know, you look behind yourself and say, "Is really talking to me, this guy?" You know, <laughs> yeah. is actually asking me to go. No way. And so my 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 um, I had a friend that she actually pushed me. <laughs> just yes. pushed. Me. That was the stage <laughs> because I just it's just and of course afterwards you totally blank out sure so the half, absolutely the half hour after the actual dancing it around I have no recollection whatsoever what happened <laughs> so I have no idea but it was great and uh, talking about the camaraderie you know yes. what really it's another example of the people you find you know a couple of weeks after the this this concert where I danced with him. Somebody contacted me on Facebook, some person I, I didn't know at all, asked me, are you the one that actually danced with him in, uh, in Paris? And I mm -hmm. said, uh, yeah, yeah, it's me. Uh, 
And he said, you know, I have a friend that took some pictures and he actually took, re took really good pictures of you dancing and he would like to give them to you. And I was smacked. And this guy sent me these wonderful pictures he took. Oh, nice. And, and you know, I said, you know, I think they were from Sweden. And imagine how nice that is, how nice these people are just yes. to, to, do, to make some, this wonderful gesture. Uh, or send freely and you just send it through the internet. Is, is this, is, this is Bruce Springsteen and the Eastern Band. Yeah. It is great. You know, I, I was able to, I went to Nashville last year and met a bunch of online Bruce Buds. It mm -hmm. is a different experience seeing him outside of your hometown, you know, because you're traveling and you're getting there early yeah. and it was... And there's so much energy and there's so much joy. Yeah. And I say this line all the time. And so uh, with all apologies to Walt Disney, you know, <laughs> Springsteen concerts, the happiest place on earth. Absolutely. I do agree with you. As I said, okay, really is for me, the concert, of course, it's great. But as much as the concert is the going there, yes. the meeting the friends, the preparation, yes. uh, the mounting of excitement yes. that you have on the waiting for them to come out. It's absolutely the fact that you eat with, you know, go out with your friends to eat and you talk about this music, you talk about plenty of things. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And you make so many friends and and the discussion about you know what's he going to play what isn't he yes. going to play yeah. seeing other people's signs yeah and, and just seeing oh that's really clever oh that would be great uh, some people are artists yes artists. i mean they miss some wonderful signs They're yes so so clever so right clever. they really are yeah and i love that that tradition of him going through and picking up all the signs yeah and, and you know and showing them and doing them and and i it is just amazing i so i totally agree with that i think it's very thoughtful of him thinking you know it really shows his appreciation of the fans and uh, in my view as i said i'm not a connoisseur in the sense that i don't know all these songs by heart and all this yeah. i'm not the kind of fan but in, in the more years he pass by, uh, the more he's close to his fans, actually. That's why I feel the more he gives to his fans, because his fans give him back a lot, I think. And he realizes that he recognizes that him and the history band. I always put the history band there because they are wonderful, not just musicians, but really, I, I think they are wonderful human beings, all of them. I, I know that for a long time, Bruce was really proud of the fact that they had not lost any members to, oh. and they still haven't, to anything unfortunate, you know, yes. drug overdoses or yeah. you know, accidents. Um, and I do agree that they are together something just amazing, that mm. there is such a energy to the show. And every song they do, they make it their own. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whether you know if they're doing a fun cover or doing anything, it is, and there's such a joy on that stage mm. as they play. Uh, uh, the way they look at each other, you know, yes. sometimes I observe them, and the way they just exchange looks, and mm -hmm. and you can see behind that a lifetime 
and yes. the ups and downs of, of every lifetime, you know, yes. the, the agreement, the disagreements, the suffering and the joy, you see everything there because it's part of them and, and they share that with us, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes them what they are, I think. It's a very special connection uh, they have on stage, I think, when they play together, which is a totally unique thing. And it's still carried on, for example, with, uh, you know, the new addition. It's still, still there. Uh, for me, what is the only thing I'm, I'm a bit sorry is that when I went to see him for the first time, uh, Clarence Clemens and Danny Federici were not there anymore. Right. That's the only missing thing for me because yes. I'm a... You know, I'm an old uh, street fan. Yes, absolutely. I was glad that I saw him on the Magic Tour. I saw him on the Working on the Dream. So I did get to see Clarence. So I have a question that wasn't on my agenda. And it's okay if you don't have an answer. But I have a theory that Bruce is ready to be a grandfather. (laughs) Because of how he interacts with the kids. And since you spend a lot of time with children and babies, do you have any thoughts about what do you see when you see him when he brings someone on stage, whether it's waiting on a sunny day or he just he'll interact, he'll bring up kids? I, I don't know. I don't I don't know whether he's ready or not to be a grandfather. That's a very personal thing. So I'm, I'm not really uh, sure yeah. about that. But it's definitely very good. It's very good with children. I think it's just very good with people in, in any way. What I felt thing that struck me also when he picked me up to dance is the way he makes you feel fine you know he really uh, calms you down uh, and uh, and it's it's a gift I think he has really to to um, portray himself as a normal person and it really it's not just a portray he really comes out that way because uh, yeah, of course, he's prosperous, but he's one of us, and that's a great gift. And it's the same thing with the others, actually. You know, they are very, uh, uh, very grounded. Uh, there are no huge big stars, and the fact, well, I'm Italian, okay, so La Mamma for me is the, the maximum. So, so, a special thing I, I appreciate a lot is the relationship he has with his mother which I think means uh, a lot and shows a lot of who he is. And, the, you know, I, was, I, I joke sometimes with my husband, which is he's not a, a Bruce Springsteen fan. <laughs> you know, yeah. No. <laughs> my wife is not either, though my wife right. loves seeing the show live, no, but she is my not a fan. Hasn't, but okay. um, I would say, you know, I usually say to him, you know, imagine somebody that you compare you can compare by age and by, uh, you know, uh, not probably music, but in, you yeah. know, the other old, uh, uh, in brackets, old uh, rock stars like, uh, yeah. um, you know, Mick Jagger, for example, you know, or others. Have you ever okay. seen them, you know, taking their mothers on stage and dancing with their mothers or going, you know, just around town with their mothers shopping and doing normal yeah. things like, anybody else would do and they usually you know when these fans see him of course they are excited and take pictures but they usually leave him alone especially when he's with family they usually they are they probably are you know episode where he's bothered by people which is Mm. 
you know, unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but usually he's left alone. Yes. You know, they do respect him a lot. And you hear so many stories of, you know, a few years ago, there was a couple doing their engagement photo, right? And he stumbled onto them and he played a song for them. It, it does seem he just, yeah. he loves his fans and he loves life. And the other thing that I, I think is believe, you know, a thing here in the Southern United States is, you know, the worst insult you can give someone is they forgot where they came from. They forgot their roots. And Bruce no. never forgets where he came from. He is very yeah. respectful of his parents, respectful of the musicians that performed before him. Yeah, and I, I just love that Absolutely. about him. That's probably the... Even, you know, I probably go, will be uh, attacked by all the hard fans probably after this, but I, okay. I probably personally appreciate more the person than the musician. I appreciate first the person and yeah. then first to the musician, to tell you the truth, the human being. No, I, I mean, you think about it, Anita, he is now in his middle 60s and there's been no scandal in his career. I mean, his first marriage didn't work, but they both seem to be very honest talking about it and they share and you can't, she doesn't say anything bad about him and he doesn't say anything bad about her. And he and Patty certainly have had a, you know, what appears to be a very great marriage. He gives a lot to charity. He's always quick to give credit to other people. Um, and, you know he loves music because he keeps showing yeah. up at other people's <laughs> gigs. And Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's know, awesome. I, um, and I'm not one of those fans that uh, comments a lot. You know, we all are on Facebook and uh, there are lots of post-printing uh, fan groups on Facebook. And sometimes you read something that really not very nice and I'm not... not uh, Sometimes even I'm nauseous, I would say, uh, concerning his private life. And um, I'm very far from that. You know, uh, I, uh, I am Bruce Springsteen, an East Street Band fan. Uh, I like his music. I like the way he writes. I like his, the human being he is. Uh, I have no comments whatsoever on, uh, on his private life. That belongs to him. And we should not have anything to say about it. That's my personal opinion like on anybody else eh? because we wouldn't like the analyze on what we do so um, uh, the thing is that uh, as you said his life reflects the person he is you know the way he handled things I'm sure he had his ups and downs that we have in our lives and he just uh, tried to uh, um, to uh, take care of them discreetly like you should do, you know, in, in their private home and, and try to sort things out by themselves, mm -hmm. which is normal. Anita, he's been on the record saying that he's fought depression and he's been in counseling. And, and I think it makes him even more human that he, he does know the struggles that people are going through. And, and we all you know, are on our life journey. And, and I think it's great that he's there 
in his music, the bands um, yeah, to help us get It's a through gift. It. I think it's really gift that and, he has. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I, I cannot manage to describe it otherwise. You know, uh, he's such a great writer. He's such a great performer, and he really manages, even yeah. when he's not performing, to relate to people on a, on a very intimate level. I, I've said this before, and so for those of you who listen, I apologize for repeating myself, but I think one of the greatest things he ever said was at the Apollo Theater, you know, when they were starting, and he says, are we missing anyone? Mm. And he says, well, if you're here, yeah, here, they're here. And, and I brought yeah. was tears to my eyes because we're not Italian, but we are Southern. And so, yeah. you know, when I go to my mom's house, there is my my sister and my yeah. brother and my nieces and and cousins and you're yeah. missing family members. My father has passed. My grandparents are passed. And I told my mom that I said, you know, Bruce just talked about if you're if you're here, we're here, they're here. And that's how I feel. I feel like my grandparents are yeah. there at that family dinner. So I just think that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah, and, and also, uh, you know, very these, touching. these uh, uh, relationships doesn't, don't have to be just family relationships. Your family is a broader idea. Right. It's, it's friends, it's the people you meet. Yeah. Uh, so you open your yeah. heart and you, you know, I can see myself in Oscar's Angels and, and, and the families we met through the years. Some of them are very close friends yeah. now, very intimate friends. Some oh, of them, we, you know, we, we took care of their children, their dying children. And uh, there is a bond there that is created that is, uh, will, never, oh. will never go away ever again, even if we don't see each other for the rest of our lives. So it's the same right. strength of bond that probably he has with uh, the members of the history band, probably, uh, forever. Even if, if they disagree, which I'm sure they did during their... Uh, their friendship is sometimes very sure. strongly, <laughs> as far as we understand from what right. he says. Uh, but they always be there for him. Yes. May you always be there for them. And that's the, that's a great example. Absolutely. So, Anita, yeah. you've shared No Surrender is kind of your theme song. Is there any other uh, Bruce songs that especially mean something to you that hold a special place um, in your heart? You know, uh, I drive all night. And it's a very okay. moving, very moving song for me. Um, and uh, and uh, after after that, uh, there are so many. Really, there there are too many probably to mention. If we get another <laughs> tour, which hope, and he's back where you can go, is there any song? Is there any couple songs you haven't got to hear perform live that you want to hear him do? Mm. Not really, because he actually did everything I wanted in the last two. I was very lucky for that. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, I was very lucky. Nice. I would say. And then, as I said, I have these two songs, especially the No Surrender, and I'm so lucky because the No Surrender he does it almost every time. <laughs> so I'm always happy. I'm the right. one that's always happy at the concerts. Uh, yeah. But. I just enjoy it. So, Anita, have you seen the version of No Surrender that was in Houston, Texas, where the two yes, young brothers got on yes. stage with him? Oh. I, I was at that show. Lucky. 
and I will tell you, yeah. there was so much joy. I mean, those two brothers knew every word they were on, and it was yeah. just that alone made Absolutely. the price of the concert, you know, worth it. It was because there was, I, I think if I had to give an yeah. example of joy, it's those two guys singing with it, and yeah, the band they, seemed to just love, love it. You it. know, you made me think of something else that I really love in Bruce Springsteen, and that I think it's absolutely. I think I think it's unique or very rare. I haven't seen other artists. Is the fact the fact that he makes different versions of the same song, and that is amazing to me. You know, right. because I I think of a version of the No Surrender just with a classic guitar he did once, and it's just heartbreaking. Uh, it is as beautiful as the the original one. Uh, so his capacity of taking a song and just changing completely the way he sings it. Sometimes the way he actually, uh, he doesn't do it rock and roll, he does it blues, or he does it, uh, you know, a cowboy song. Um, it's, uh, I think it shows the, the level of his um, uh, artistry, really. Not many artists that are able to do that. I believe that, you know, there's a couple of times he's done uh, Born to Run acoustic, and I think it changes the song and makes it even more poignant. Uh, same thing with If I Should Fall Behind, yeah. you know, for the Seeger sessions, you know, they kind of almost mm. made it a waltz, and it was so beautiful, that version. It's amazing so to I me. totally this agree is, with you. Uh, something that always, always uh, yeah. really uh, struck me. Thank you so uh, much. I too. had a blast talking to you. I did want, before we leave, I want to talk. Let's talk Oscars uh, Angels. Let's talk about where people can get more information yeah. if they want to continue. Well, Oscars uh, Angels, tell us you about can, that. We have a Facebook page and uh, a website as well. You just type Oscars Angels and so you'll find all the information. The, the website is actually in English. So you have all the information about our work. Okay. And the Facebook page is really a mix of English, French and Italian. Uh, and then we have actually the special okay. Facebook page of the No Surrender Dream Team, which is very uh, go go there, okay. go to the No Surrender Dream Team Facebook page because uh, uh, that you you will see all we do for the parents, uh, music wise. You know, this is our music program. If you okay. want, and they'd be interested to see, okay. it doesn't. Uh, um, of course, he doesn't uh, just talk about um, Bruce Prince. He doesn't really talk about Bruce Prince. Yeah? He just, uh, uh, right. you know, talks about the music and we put videos and then we tell people where we send the parents uh, because we send the parents to all concerts, not just Bruce Prince or District Band. Uh, uh, they went to see. Right. Is still involved because it's uh, Steven Zand, but for example, the last parents we sent uh, four parents from the uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to see Steven Zand and Darling Love for the oh, wonderful, it has been oh, nice. the opening of uh, you know the announcement of yeah. the CD, new CD of Darling Love, which is uh, yeah. absolutely a great. Great city, great music, and they were they, they had a stacked time. It was wonderful. So we are just waiting that for awesome. nice concerts to go on and try to send more people. I have a friend who's in Austin. Her name is Sarah Hickman, and she is a singer songwriter. And she does a cover of a version, and the song mm -hmm. is "We Are Each Other's Angels." Uh, and uh, I will send you, you a link to the song because I think yeah. 
We are each other's angels. I know Bruce sent this as a political statement, but the truth yeah. is we do take care of our own. And I think that is not just in Bruce fandom. I think music fandom as a whole tend to be good people yeah, and try to help each other. So, uh, thank you so much. That, I, I'm thank you. I'm so happy. And so what's your Twitter? It's a great It's also his angels. I will put that link in the show notes. And if you want to be on the podcast and talk about Bruce, like Anita did and all that implies, please send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook page and Twitter at setlustingbruce. Please go to iTunes to rate and review us. I just did a search, and we're up to number 55 if you do Bruce Springsteen podcast. So, hey! Thanks. Thank you, Very Anita, much. for being us. I'm going to close with, well, we made a promise. We swore we'd always remember. No Never, retreat, baby. Ever. No surrender. Like soldiers on the winter's night with a vow to defend. No retreat, baby. No surrender. Thank you. Thank you, Anita. And thank you, Bruce Butts. Bye -bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you very much. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.